up, y'all? And welcome back to the reality kingdom where we talk all things reality TV or whatever. Period. Period. I'm your host, Farrell. We don't mind one host, Lee. And we're going to be talking to you today about Taylor Hell's Karma Bitch. Period. It's we haven't never had to talk about away. it in a while, but baby. Not even too long. She won't I let it last. It won't go away for too long. I just think that Taylor literally is a definition of blessed and highly favored. Okay. If you say Taylor Hale's name, you go home. Point blank in the period. Like you cannot target Taylor and think you're not going to go home. I, I don't know. Like Cody, show, I don't know what show he watched. I mean, he like literally recapped. He recapped the BB24. So Where he was he? about he Taylor's re- karma. But this is my question, Lee. If he recapped BB24, why would he even utter? Why would he even think to utter the, the name Taylor in a negative light? Delusional life. He didn't watch it. Couldn't have. He wasn't watching. It must have been sparking over it. Having it on. It was different yeah. between, you know, just playing it in the background. He wasn't, wasn't watching for real. Wasn't paying attention. And his karma was brewing ever since he said Monty deserved to win. That was weird. Ooh. So let's clock. Honestly, this karma was a this karma was a long time coming. Really? Uh-huh. It was really. It, I just it was just bu- bubbling up in the background. Bubbling I love that she won it at the end of the day. Like she oh, got her way. Like he really tried to sabotage her mother this episode. Like <laughs> you know, so Bibi Reindeer Game is a hoot and a motherfucking holler. Like, I am <laughs> so seated. Like Cameron and like I said, I'm not even like a a, Cam- a Cody anti, but Cameron and then Cody in a row. Like girl, if Frankie go next, baby. This is the best boot order ever. In general, it's already a great boot order. But like for me, if Frankie goes next, I'm really seated. You won at every at every turn and every corner. It's funny because about Taylor, I was thinking last episode, I was like, it must be interesting her for her to play a, a game without everybody hating her 24-7. Like she can actually just play and be herself and talk to them and kiki and it's cute. And she's still taking the girls out. I still the main character. Still that girl. Like, uh, I miss this feeling because that's what I loved about BB24. I just love seeing her prevail at any and all times. It is just so hilarious to see it happen again. Like like I said, really blessed and highly faithful. Like, please <laughs> never speak down on Taylor Hale's name. I don't know what's going to happen. We, uh, no we one ever knows. Be careful. Lose the whole house. Lose the whole car. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Like, you will be on the streets, maybe. Lose your job. Keep it like, very cute when it comes please, to Taylor Hell. Please. You see, we like Taylor Hell. We doing good. I'm doing good. I feel good. Thriving, actually. Period. It's anyway. Just look down on Taylor. Got their whole YouTube channel snatched. Uh-oh. Like. <laughs> Took it down, bitch. Like, like Watch your mouth real quick. Boom. <laughs> we started off the episode, and we immediately see Brittany and Danny twerking. And they was like, they gonna have to split up this duo between Cody and Frankie because Cody and Frankie are like that. Period. Um, then we see Frankie talk to Xavier because last episode, Frankie put Xavier into the nominations and he's basically like, I want to re- rebuild this report with Xavier so that way he's not just coming after, after me and it's not going tit for tat. So... <laughs> So he talks to Xavier, and he basically is like, we're good, right? And do-do-do-do. And Xavier has a DR. He's like, you know what? It might be a good thing for us to do this, so we might be Gucci. So it's cute for them. They playing the game, doing what they got to do, I guess. Boom. Mm-hmm. After this, Cody talks to Nicole real quick about how everybody's coming after him. They are. Good luck, <laughs> Um, And he's basically like, Nicole, don't worry. They're going to be coming after me before they come after you. And, I mean, hey, 
It's true. And they're coming after his ass. Period. Simple. As they should. Boom. This is when the doorbell rings. Does the doorbell ring? I don't remember. But Jordan comes in so she can do the challenge. So Jordan pulls up and she explains to them the challenge. And it's another very equitable one. Lee? Yes. I'm, I'm just living cool. for it. I'm just living for it. Like, in general, like, on this first Naughty or Nice competition, you got Brittany as the winner. This time you got Cody, but mainly because everyone else was throwing it. And then we're going to get to, like, the main Santa Showdown competition. But it's just like, if you get, if you have equitable comps, they're going to be outcomes that are favorable by the majority of people watching and unpredictable. And I think that's the biggest thing. Unpredictable mm-hmm. winners is what we want because that really shakes up the game. Like Cody thought, skipping ahead a little bit, Cody really thought that he had this dream team pick and there was no way they were going to lose because him, Xavier, and Frankie wins every physical competition that's thrown at them. Well, guess what, baby? It hasn't been a physical competition yet. Dang it, wrong. Loser. So, (laughs) (laughs) this competition, the Naughty and Nice competition, was, and this is the one where if you win, you get an advantage, and then you can give somebody else a disadvantage, right? And we said this last night that it definitely gives this competition is kind of irrelevant. I wouldn't want this one because you basically just piss people off. And Josh even tweeted that. He was like, basically, no one wanted it after we saw Brittany's Mm -hmm. advantage did nothing. And twice in a row, we see that the disadvantage does nothing. So mm-hmm. I really wish they kind of would have tweaked that challenge a little bit. Like, I think if you win Nadia Nice, you should be given immunity. I'm happy it didn't happen this season. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it would not be out. But the thing. I just feel like you need to have something else with that one. Like so so you incentivize someone to win it. And someone someone in the chat was like, make it secret. If it's secret, you probably have more incentive to win it. But um also just giving them immunity, like you said, you have more incentive to win it. So I think I kind of agree. They just need to they need to change that up. If they're gonna do a season two, they need to figure out what they're gonna do about that competition to make people want to win. When they do season two, bitch, this better be Greenland. Win. But what I kind of like about it is at the end of the day, everybody can't throw. Well, they could, but someone still is gonna win. You know, even if they all do, someone's still gonna win and have to make somebody mad or make somebody happy. Um, and it's still a decision they gotta make. So the challenge this time was there's gonna be 19 songs on a song list. And those songs are going to be spread across the house in different areas of the house randomly. And you have to figure out which one song isn't anywhere in the house that's actually on the list. And whatever that song is, you have to guess it first. And the first person to guess it wins the Naughty or Nice list. Very equitable. Anybody can win this. This is a cute competition. I feel like I could have won this one. I'm just like, we keep saying it, but like, please bring comps like this to the actual show. let Let me tell you my theory. The streets had a theory that they were doing this because they wanted to see who, oh, they wanted to see if live feeds, without live feeds, people would still watch Big Brother. One, they're not really watching it. The views ain't viewing like that. But two, (laughs) don't say. But two, I think, I don't really think this, but this is my counter argument. They're really trying to do this to test that equitable comps could work. And honestly, it could be true because the way that they're so equitable and these are kind of like unique and it seems thought out. And you know what's funny is because we were talking about on the cast reaction video, what kind of comps we think are there. And Lee was like, it's just going to be the same old thing. And I was like, maybe they'll start trying new stuff out. And it's interesting. Why are they trying new stuff out? Unless maybe there is a reason. Maybe they genuinely are like, mm, can we well, do that's the thing. Like still be interesting? It kind of, I think it goes back to the overall cast of it. You don't cast people like Cody, Frankie, Xavier, who are known for beasting every single competition they do. Yeah. 
versus people who honestly are just not known for that. It wouldn't mm -hmm. make any sense if they had the same exact competitions with this cast. Yeah. However, I didn't expect a difference because we just watched BB-25 when they casted the 63-year-old retiree and still had her swinging around from walls and zip lines and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, usually they didn't give a fuck, so I thought they wouldn't this time, and I'm happy that they actually do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep up hope that maybe, and it's not even hope, it's like there's kind of evidence to it because although there were comps that weren't equitable, they still, it's clear that in the background, who's ever in the background walking in the walls of Big Brother, they had a conversation about equitability because there were comps last season that were equitable at the beginning. A lot of the HOHs were very equitable. So it's clear they that they had combos about it. They just need to really, really make it. They can fully commit. Like, I mean, like the first half, it was a lot of different type of competitions. And then as it gets more towards jeering and things like that, it's a wall here or a run and do this comp there. Like a lot of the vetoes mainly mm -hmm. just needs to get revamped because almost every veto is something physical. Mm -hmm. I like this comment. She says these comps would eat, especially the social aspect in the HOH. That's what I really like. In in old seasons, the early HOH competitions would be a social aspect. One, it incentivizes you to be more social at the beginning of the game. And then two, it's just a more interesting competition where they would have to decide, do you prefer, they would be like, Lee, do you prefer Farrell to be HOH or Taylor Hale to be HOH? And then you have to literally vote in front of everybody. Exactly. And eliminate them. And it's like, that is so much more interesting to see. Or even the competition where Cody has stuff put in his envelope, it comes back the next episode. Because, and that's the thing, because at the end of the day, the point of this show, and almost any reality TV show, is the social strategic aspect of it. Yeah. Being a sociable person, getting to connect with people of different backgrounds. And even a show like this, where a competition is at the forefront, we're seeing from mm -hmm. the show that it's still, it's important <laughs> who you're friends mm -hmm. with, who you know, what alliances that you're in. So I love how like, even on like a more like simple concept of Big Brother, social games still reign to bring. Even when they're mm -hmm. like, this is all about confidence, you still have to have a social game. And you and you know what? Speaking more on that uh, with reality TV, if you want people to bond, but you also want people to be upset at each other. You want drama. You want dynamics. It's about social dynamics in general. And what's interesting is, this is the first time in a long time that a competition has caused somebody to speak about something that happened the next episode. Cody talking about Taylor putting that envelope in his thing or dragging on to the next episode means that the comp was a good comp. And it made me think about BB20 when Ta when Taylor, when Bailey and Tyler movie. was the name I was thinking. When Bailey and Tyler had were deciding to work together in that first well, HOH first competition. Yes. I like that first and it caught it was it was a good competition because they had to eliminate people by putting balls in their stuff. So they had to work together. And then JC was working with Angela. It was literally forcing you to work alongside people. And it caused drama because he had to decide to put a ball in Bailey's um pit. And it caused drama to where he was like, I might need to backdoor her. It was literally dramatic it caused more intensity into that also the comp that same season where swaggy and angela the winner of that comp decided who was safe so it gave them an incentive to be more social and to socialize so they had a tiffle about promising each other safety and not the point is involve the players in the competition in a way that's social 
So the, when it gets to that, it gets more drama. It's more dramatic. It's more entertaining for your entertaining show, your television show. Yeah. So they, they should stick to That's it. That's why I think knockout, com- knockout competitions usually bring a lot of drama mm-hmm. because you see who gets chosen and who doesn't. And I like that um, this show, so far, these two episodes, there has been situations that take place where your social game is exposed. Like, honestly, I would live for this concept with, like, a bigger cast. Like, yeah. I want, like, 12 people, 12. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the possibilities for the show is really endless, and I'm living for it. I love this. I really, really love it. And it was only six days. Like, it, it, they only did the six days, um, and they only had to be in sequester or at a hotel for six days. You could convince somebody to do it for 12 days, and then it'd be a 12-episode season instead of a six-episode season. I don't to tell y'all it's gonna make this a thing so boom like, i need it i need it bad so that's the competition they have to figure out which one of the things are not laying around the house so everybody basically wants to throw it josh tweeted it they all said it in the diary room everyone wants to throw it the only person who i don't think was throwing it was cody literally and it's because he was in danger he knew he needed an advantage so cody ends up actually winning it and that's when the doorbell rings. The carolers come in. They sing a song. I don't know what that part was. They thought that was cute. This episode could have been an hour, by the way, y'all. I don't know yeah. why they extended it. Yeah. The, it really there was good. definitely stuff you could have cut out because we don't care about them singing. But his advantage is that the next competition, the Jingle Bell Brawl, will be a four versus four competition. And he gets to choose his team is the advantage. He still gets to give an advantage to someone on the other team. So alongside him choosing the team, it's probably going to be a strong team, he thinks. He also gets to give them a disadvantage to the other team. So that's that's the reward, bitch. Mm-hmm. So my Which, like, I just feel like, especially after this one, I'm never going for this competition. Like, what is this? Never. Like, you, I just feel like they give you. The advantage is not even advantage. Either. It's way more risk than reward. Like, he basically has to expose. What, what he, he didn't have to. But what he ends up doing is exposing everyone that he's working with. But that's that's the thing. This this could have been a great advantage and it could have prevented him from going home. My first thought when he got this was I would put Frankie on the other team. Frankie will never allow them to put me in the vote. I need an ally on the other team for sure. Frankie won't allow me to put in a vote. And if Frankie is at risk, uh, well, first of all, I won't allow Frankie to go in. That's the thing. If I put Frankie on the other team and I'm on my team, He's not going in because I'm not letting him. And I'm not going in because he's not letting me. So I feel like someone who is actually good strategically. No say, I don't think Cody's a terrible player or a bad player. He won the whole season. But I think this show is showing us sprinkles of the fact that sometimes people do get advantages from just winning a lot of comps. And these comps are more equitable. And, and the real thing, this competition would have just been something Cody could win. It would have been walk across the bottom of the beam and jump and then hang or some shit that he could do. And he didn't win this next Jingle Bell Brawl, but it's like it would have been something he could have. And he thought he was going to win it. So he didn't even care about the strategy behind it. He didn't even care about putting Frankie on the other team. He said, it's possible me and Frankie will go against each other, but we're probably not going in. Yeah, like I love how his mindset is so clearly that I'm great at competitions. This is a competition-based show. We're probably just going to win it anyway. So there's there's literally no extra thought put into it. Like as soon as he won and I found out he had to pick his own team, I immediately on the phone with Pharaoh was like, oh, he's going to pick Frankie, Nicole, and Xavier. Mm -hmm. Because that makes the most sense. I know that he's friends with Frankie and Xavier in real life. And he has a relationship with Nicole. He has zero relationship with Taylor, Danny, Josh, mm-hmm. Josh or Brittany. So mm-hmm. and the type of player that Cody is, he works with people that he's naturally friends with, that he naturally gravitates to. So 
I figured that this was going to be his decision, and it really did backfire on his ass because these comps are not the same comps, like I said earlier, that you guys beast out. Like, Mm -hmm. this is something that anyone can win, and (laughs) the big four won it. It's it's crazy because even if he thought he could win, I feel like if it was me at least, I would still be like, okay, in the case I don't, I'll just have Frankie on the other team. He had no B-plan. No one on the other team is willing to protect him. We're fucking with him. It didn't make no sense. Don't know what he was thinking. He probably clearly wasn't thinking. So he does his little one-on-ones. He talks to everyone. So he talks to Frankie first. And that's when he basically says he wants to make a super team with all the beasts in it. He tells Xavier that he wants Xavier to be in it. And they're trying to decide who the fourth person is. And so basically Cody comes to the conclusion that the fourth person is either going to be Nicole or Taylor. Taylor because if they lose, he wants to go against Taylor so he can beat her. And Nicole because he just I don't know why he thought that was happening. That probably wouldn't even happen. Now that I'm thinking think about it, if he did lose and it was them four, Taylor's getting saved. They would have saved Taylor. <laughs> so that wouldn't work, baby. He wasn't thinking at all. So boom, that's the plan. He finished talking to everybody. He talks to some of the girls. Um, and he's just basically letting them know that they're not gonna do it. Danny kind of begs him mm-hmm. um to let him on her on the team. So Danny kind of has that. And she should be happy because she thought she was under the impression that if you on Cody's team, you're definitely winning. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Wrong. And I, I hate that that's even like the concept. And assu- and like, no one believed that they had any chance when that team was formed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why is that? Because of the competition that Big Brother come up with every year. Yeah. So, good thing they're not doing it. Good thing they switched it up. I'll give them that props. I'll give them that props. And that's the thing. It's crazy because. You know, all of the um, players are saying how good this season is and stuff like that. I'm 1,000% certain it's because the comps are equitable. This this episode was only good because this team won. If the other team won and it was just something that was physical, this would have been a terrible episode. And I would have been crying and throwing up. Um, so luckily it wasn't. So after this, Cody talks to Brittany. <laughs> Brittany is hilarious. <laughs> because she said, you know, I do have a family at home and three kids. So I'm not saying that you're going to be taking food off their plate if you don't pick me for your team, but you are. <laughs> you are. like, what? <laughs> Who says that? I Why like, is she like, talking to her? Her and Danny were, def- like, were like joking, but they was also dead ass. Dead I remember too. Danny was like, I want you to pick me, Cody. No, if you if you don't pick me, I will be holding a grudge. <laughs> like, and then so they like they like started laughing. It's like I'm serious. You dead think ass. I'm joking? This is dead ass. Um, after this, Cody talks to Taylor. Taylor kind of tries to clear up the envelope situation. She's like, "Oh, well, you know, the other people's was full, so that's the only reason I put it in yours." <laughs> and Cody just was honest with her. He was like, "I'm thinking of maybe putting you on my team, and you know, we already know the reason why." But he doesn't end up doing it. When he ends up picking his team, he just picks Nicole, Frankie, and Xavier, like Lee Clock. Um, that's I all. Shocked at the Nicole decision because I think he definitely. I mean, hey, the interesting decision. I'll say that. Interesting. So the teams are Nicole, Frankie, Xavier, and Cody are one team, and then Brittany, Taylor, Josh, and Danielle on the other team. And let me pull up these images, girl. He decides to put Taylor and that was his fatal flaw. Hell on the naughty list. That was his fatal flaw. And that right there. That was the moment Cody lost the game. 100%. Well, really, it was a long time ago when he said her name. Is that follow through? Absolutely not. Look at 
your mother in the chat. Ah. Period. You ate this episode. You ate and this episode. Karma. And her karma coming the clock. I know that's huh. <laughs> simple. It's easy. It really so, is. Those was the teams, and we hopped to the Jingle Hell. Blah, blah, jingle Blah. Damn, he was struggling to say it too. Jingle I Blah. Did, I, 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 I saw it for the red team though. I did see it for the red team a little bit, like because they was like all hugging in the bathroom. I, I'm loving this mm-hmm. horse. Like I need, I, I need this in an actual All Stars Alliance. Like I, just be the like, alliance. There's so many things that happens, and I'm just like, oh, I wish we had feet to that conversation. Oh, I wish we had an actual like all stars format for this type of scenario. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm still loving the I'm still loving the reindeer game of it all. I fuck with it too. It's real cute. I love them together. Like everyone here really is a good personality. Down in the cold, no shame. Like they they just have a lot of. Why well, you even saying down in the cold? At this point, I'm living for the cold. That's your that's your mama. I'm sorry. This is a cast of the mothers and Cameron. <laughs> I forgot he was here. <laughs> so, boom. Um, Jingle Bell Brawl competition. You're going to have to... There's four trees with a bunch of, like, arms. And you're going to have to weigh your arm ornaments on those arms so that they're perfectly weighed and they don't tip over. So, one person is going to have to do one tree each. But Taylor's naughty list thing was that she had to do a mini tree before they were able to start. Um, which I thought would be harder, but she ate it up. <laughs> I mean, I, bli- I literally, and y'all dead ass, I like looked away, wrote some notes, looked up, and she was done. I was like, did she do it or did she skip it? Was there actually a thing? Um, now, that's so what's I'm, crazy to me. Like, girl, like, disadvantage where? <laughs> Where's the dis at? And Cody's disadvantage wasn't that big. That thing, like, the disadvantages aren't as extreme enough for you to want to win it. The advantages aren't good enough for you to want to win it. I don't know. I'm just not playing. I would just sit. I just throw like everybody else, literally. Um, boom. So they each are going back and forth with racing <laughs> going one at a time. She said um, she like she was on the challenge. <laughs> I don't know. It's a sign. Maybe maybe you need to go on there. I don't know. Taylor is not going to do that show. <laughs> Let's give it up now. She'll be on Ranger Game season two. <laughs> what if they start bringing people back like the challenge? They're like, okay, they bring some new people, but then they also bring Taylor and, and, and Mother Danny. Okay, so anyways, 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 anyways. They got to go one at a time um, to, to, to balance their stuff. And so they go shortest to tallest. So I think Brittany starts first for the red team. And then for the blue team, are they blue? Green. For the green team, it's Nicole. And Nicole took forever. As she should, helping her sisters out. Letting I, her sisters did, win. Did, oh, did, I, what, Xavier. Did anyone did anyone come up with the idea to want to throw the competition? Because I was thinking, like, if I'm Xavier, I'm going to the alliance, Taylor, Danny, and Jake, Josh, and I'm being mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm with y'all. I'm gonna make sure they don't win. Make mm-hmm. sure I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Or like Nicole, I went to the girls and was like, hey, girls, like, I don't know why he picked me. I don't like him. I'm gonna throw it. Keep mm-hmm. me safe. Like, I definitely would have did that. I feel like Xavier not doing that is kind of like. It's kind of like you can't get mad if they don't save you because you were willing to let them lose and two, one of them at least would have had to go in. You're risking them and you don't want them to risk you. I mean, hey. It's That's what I'm saying. Like, Xavier, from our knowledge on the edit, he definitely was trying to win it. He just didn't do that good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if that's the case, we all would have been in danger. So you can't get mad that we let you go in because yep. the way three of them was going to go in, 
that means two of the alliance would have went in regardless. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, hey, he can't be mad. I don't feel like he could be mad. He should have just been like, oh, I'm going to throw it. And he didn't want to throw it. He tried to go. And even early in the episode, he said something about, well, me and Frankie, maybe we do need to have an alliance. And it's like, okay, girl, so you want to work with the boys. We'll be down there with the boys in elimination. <laughs> Thank you. So, boom, the red so team blows them out the water. We didn't know what the advantage of winning would be. Mm-hmm. So asking. Oh, that's T. Doesn't definitely make sense when you don't have all the info. That makes sense. This is a new. This is a new concept. This is a new concept as well. So that 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 makes sense. That makes sense because you don't want to. Yeah, especially with the whole twist of it being three people. Because in my mind, I would have been like, well, only two people are gonna go in, so it's good. It's whole time, bitch. It's three three. That's the thing that makes a lot of sense. Them switching up. That's another thing that makes this show, I think, fun is them switching up what the how the challenges are going to be made each time mm-hmm. because sometimes it's four people sometimes it's two people and you don't clearly we don't know how many people are going in to the actual elimination because the whole time i'm thinking oh it's going to be two people again it's three people they're playing on teams of four it's like it's a lot going on yeah, that so that's the thing maybe like let's say you start throwing what if next episode the advantage is literally safety you don't know what the event is going to be every episode. Next episode, the event is could be safety. So your right. ass through, so you, throw you would have been safe. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. yep. It could get real good. It could get real good. Okay, so boom. Red team has their meetings. They're one-on-ones. Well, four-on-ones. And <laughs> it was four-on-one. <laughs> Frankie comes in first. I like Frankie because I remember re-watching BB-16 and thinking, damn, Frankie is a better player than I remember because people just remember him for being annoying. But when you go back and actually think of him as a player, he was a good player. He had a good hold on the on the um, season, and he could have won if they didn't do the reset week. He literally would have made Final Four, and he's a comp beast, as you see. Um, so I think he could have had a chance to literally win a season. So coming here to actually see him do no shade, but to me, a little bit more than some of these winners. Like, Cody, what was you doing? Like, the fact that Frankie is like, oh, let me talk to Xavier, make sure he's not mad at me. Let me talk to them, pitch this. It's like, I like it from him. Like, it makes me feel like his um, his success in the game was, like, worth it. Like, he actually put in work. Which is like, you know, sometimes I'd be like, how did you make it to the end? No shame. But anyways, <laughs> Frankie, Frankie says, um, to be honest, I kept y'all all safe last week, and I can continue to keep y'all safe. Clearly, I'm not after you type, you, you guys. I'm after other people. And he's he's saying that, but honestly, that's not true. But he said it. It was a good pitch. Moves along. Cody came in. I, mean, he said I, think, day, I think they should have known. They, I mean, it was over. It was bullshit. They clearly didn't care. Put his ass right in. Cody said, I don't got nothing to say because Cody literally chose this team, expecting like, them all to lose. You definitely going in. That's man. embarrassing. Imagine you're Cody. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. Um, well, like, no. You t- uh, Danny was begging you like it's a lot going on. Nicole comes in and Nicole has a good pitch too. She says those are big competitors and let them get targeted. Period. Mm-hmm. Great, great. I'm not gonna, I, I thought it was gonna be. Um, I thought it was gonna be Xavier at first, but then I was like, honestly, does it benefit the girls to like kind of isolate Nicole in that way? Because you know Nicole will. <laughs> she will she flip. Will flip. I think so I'm just like, mm, and I, I think I think the decision to go with Xavier works because I mean he can beat them, and then also and though, then, Xavier is not talking to nobody again, so it's like, and what is he gonna do? I, I I agree. I don't think Xavier is gonna be someone who's next. Like I don't think Xavier is necessarily gonna put him in, even if he wins. 
Um, so he's going to be less mad than Nicole, and he can beat them. So I think this was a great decision. Great, I think Nicole, Nicole is someone I feel like she's she's vengeful. Okay, she she wants she wants that karma. Okay, if if, if they would have put Nicole in and she would have won, she would have came after them. If she would have lost, Cody would still be here. So you would have lost either way. So yeah. they made the definite correct decision. Love that for them, mothers. Period. Um, after this, we get to their decision. And this is when they decide to save Nicole. And Xavier is gagged. Lee, how would you feel? You had an alliance. Oh, I would definitely be gagged. But also, I would have... <laughs> I would be gagged because I would have told them, y'all not picking me, right? Like, there's, y'all, y'all definitely picking me, right? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, we have a, we have an alliance. And I, I don't know what Xavier said, because, of course, we don't have fees. But recalling from what happened in 2023... <laughs> Xavier's just not the type of player to go and reassure people or make sure things are, you know, a certain way. I think that, honestly, Xavier's still kind of in a big brother mindset, and this is BB Ranger game, baby. Like We're, we're moving, bitch. We're moving. Like, it's we real go. quick. So I, I don't really understand. I understand why he feels betrayed. I get it, because you got to have an agreement. But at the same time, like we said earlier, if you were to win, they were probably going to be in danger. And then also... I mean, you're Xavier Prather. Mm. We know you can win these competitions. Why would we send in Nicole when your when your ass is right here? Mm. You have to go to work, baby. You mm. like you gotta do something. I feel like Xavier is in a peculiar position. Mm-hmm. So because he's like more more of a competitor, it's like all of the girls are probably gonna be talking to him. But also at the end of the day, it's a reindeer game you compete in. So if you're Xavier, let's say you win the next Jingle Bell Brawl and you get to put two people in. Who do you feel like you would want to put in? He has to like, get out. He should put it. Well, that's the thing. Can anyone anyone in the game left beat Frankie necessarily? Because mm-hmm. I, I think at this one, I think is Xavier probably the only one left that could beat Frankie, maybe. So how do you, so so your goal would be to take out Frankie, but you would probably put somebody else in and they would lose. That's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, mm. So I'll be like, mm. So that's even trickier because you can't even get out Frankie unless you can put in Xavier. So if you're Xavier, you can't do anything. Same thing with Frankie. What do you think Frankie should do? Take I don't him. know. I think with Cody out, that's the thing. Frankie and Xavier are like the two biggest comp beasts left. So they honestly probably should work together for the next few rounds, like one or two rounds. Um, one or two rounds, we have the reindeer game. And exactly, that's where it also gets tricky. You don't want to be in the end game with them either. It's but like it's a like, thaw trap. No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but no, they suck in a, a rock in a hard place because you only have two more rounds, three, three more rounds into the reindeer game. So working with, I guess, the this very next round, I'll work with Frankie. But after that, goodbye. So just one more. They only got one more good round. I feel that mm-hmm. they can take out maybe one of the girls or Josh. But after so like that, if Frankie went and put in Xavier, Xavier has a high chance of coming back, and vice versa. So it's like, is it just about to be Frankie and Xavier going against each other for the next few rounds? Like, no, it can't. Yeah, yeah. So child. Um. So they don't save Xavier, which means Xavier, Frankie, and Cody are going into Santa's showdown. So when we get to Santa's showdown, another great ass Ecuador comp. I love this comp. They you they actually did this comp. Um. I know they did it in BB eighteen. Mm-hmm. Where, but it was a roadkill comp. They did it in BB18 as a roadkill comp, where you had to. It was similar. You had to find the prices of items 
and you had to pick which items equaled up to a certain price. And I kind of like those comps where you just have to grab items and pick the right one that equals up to the puzzle that you're you're solving. Because it's more of a like, it's not a puzzle where the fastest person wins. You have to use your mind. And I think I, that's what makes shit more equitable is when you're actually using your mind and it's not just about speed and it's a simple ass puzzle. Because yeah. this one was more because usually Big Brother puzzles are so simple, like Caitlin level simple. Yeah, and you, of course, the only the advantage that people have is being able to run faster. And this mm -hmm. instance, it's like it's actually something that you have to think through and work out, like yeah, problem solve rather than just run. So much more interesting. So they have five different um, lists. For each kid, for five different kids, and each list has what the kid likes and what the kid dislikes. You have to find the corresponding toy that matches what the kid likes and if it dislikes. So one of the kids said they like stuffed animals with bow ties, but um, they don't like five different colors. So you have to make sure that it didn't match any of those colors that were listed because he didn't like those colors. Very complex, or kind of. So you have to do some thinking. So Xavier kill it. He knew what he needed to do. Like Xavier, like I love a well-rounded man because he's so clearly smart as hell for no reason. Just yeah. fine, very just intelligent, athletic. a little bit funny. Mm. Oh, the perfect storm. Wow. Mm. I see why Frankie was jumping on him. Frankie was all up on him, but Frankie all and, up I, up and I don't blame him. Frankie eats that up. Let me get in that big brother house. <laughs> Watch me, uh. Yeah. Anyways, let me get the reindeer. But anyways, anyways, anyways. So Xavier was eating that up. And my thought was, it's funny. I was like, I would literally be looking at what the other girls are grabbing. Why Frankie, he did exactly that. He saw Xavier grabbing. You got to do what you got to do, baby. He saw Xavier grabbing the uh, telescope. He was like, mm, I see you. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get it. So Frankie was definitely doing what he had to do. Because Frankie was kind of struggling. I was like, he's kind of struggling. He's not getting it. He's just picking up random stuff. That's what I'm saying. Random. Like, girl, it's giving the only real comp beast was Xavier. <laughs> oh, like, I don't know. Oh, Xavier done went into every Santa show now. What if he just keep going in? Oh, I mean, I easily see him keep going he got in. nominated four times that. in a row on BB23. Uh, so it's not atypical for him to be constantly nominated, honestly. Mm -hmm. He's used to it and winning vetoes. It's kind of like a veto. No, it's not. It's like an elimination comp. So, um, boom. Xavier wins. Like more like um, challenge eliminations. Like, they're in the arena. Yeah. It's like a fight to the death. Is that why they were saying it's like Hunger Games? <laughs> well, they kept saying that. It's not even Hunger Games just yet. So, let's see if it keeps going. It's cute, though. They say it's crazier from here. So, uh oh, and I'm like, I, I don't know, like these, like I said, I'm already fed. These being the first two beat boots, baby. <laughs> I don't want else to go home. Like I'm done. Let's wrap the season up. Let's we're good. <laughs> Let's get to the finale now. Give them all the money. <laughs> Not give them all the money. Split it seven ways. <laughs> that would be nothing. Nothing. Not no all. Um. Boom. Xavier wins. Frankie wins. Cody loses. He gets to open his little Christmas box. What does he get? A fruitcake. Cute. Um, Cody gets fruitcake and Cody goes home. Bows out very nicely. So that's it. Period. The girl from the timeline was talking about how he got ended by Sari and Taylor Hale in one year. <laughs> Not Who would have thought Cody's kryptonite was black women? Wow. Me? I've been new. That's why he wanted Devon out. He knew. I was thinking the same thing. He, he gazed into the future. He knew. If you could gaze into the future. <laughs> 
but it's, it's so crazy. Like he's he not be good these little spinoffs. Like, Mm-mm. not good. traders, not this. And he also, like, like I don't like, know. I feel like the fast just went all the cops. No shade. Uh, the fast-paced aspect of this show, I feel like, is way similar to like the fast-pacedness of New Era BB, like BB twenty-three and up. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's just very interesting to see how some of these players adapt to that, and how some kind of don't. Because like mm-hmm. Kobe was one of those players who I'm thinking, can he eat up like a new New Era season? I don't know. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. he's know. clearly great socially, but you know. In certain cast. Mm-hmm. And in certain <laughs> situations where it's impossible to kind of target him. Another thing about Big Brother format is if it's about um, your friends and your numbers, you can't nominate Cody because people aren't going to evict him in Big Brother anyways. Yeah. So it just, it's totally different like mindset that you're thinking about. So well. that, that changes it too. But um, yeah, this is still a good episode. I'm seated for Thursday. We'll be back Thursday, y'all. We'll be back Thursday for sure. We'll be back Thursday. We'll be um, here tomorrow covering Survivor Live. Um, Friday, we'll be covering The Amazing Race. And don't forget, if the nostalgia is nostalgia, make sure you're tuned in and you're seated here at TRK January 2nd, where we will be going Second? back in time to the BB Rewind. Bitch, where we will be covering all seasons of Big Brother, starting at Big Brother 2. Get into it, bitch. I know that's the fuck right. Period. If you down and you want to be a part of the community, you want to be part of the uh, group chat, possibly, make sure you follow us everywhere at T-Reality Kingdom, because that's where we will be um, making that. So we can watch the uh, seasons together. We can get into all the tea together. Get into it. Thank you, um, bitch. We appreciate it for keeping it real with the kingdom. We out. I know that's right. Come on.